Welcome to the Cosmic Collective Podcast. I'm your host and psychic medium, Mads, and in this community, we talk about all things spiritual awakening, higher consciousness, and unlocking the path back to your soul. Welcome to the Collective. Welcome back to the podcast, you guys. I'm really excited for today's episode because it is honestly one of the basic topics that we need to discuss um, to understand, you know, what this podcast, what this community is all about. Um, And it's that little beginning piece of wisdom that I can um, share with you in one of our first episodes um, so that you can really understand what is going on on the planet, what is taking place, why so many people are seemingly experiencing these awakenings, these epiphanies, these shifts and changes and expansion of consciousness. Um, So I really want to dive in today to what the Great Awakening is, what is happening, and um, really what it's all about and how you know if you're part of experiencing it. Hint, hint, if you're listening to this podcast, you're part of experiencing it. And I definitely want to start off with this because everything that we're going to talk about going forward has a lot to do. It's kind of like this is what it's built off of. So I guess to to kind of start off with it, we need to talk a little bit about what consciousness is and then talk about a little bit of the suppression of consciousness and then really dive into the expansion and reawakening of consciousness within the human being. So let's get into it. So consciousness is that awareness that you have, um, not just of being a physical sovereign being, but spatial awareness, emotional intelligence, of course, knowing that you're an individual, having an identity. This is all part of consciousness. But the best way that I can explain it to you outside of the human realm is that voice that you have in your head when you read. Um, whenever you have your thoughts, that is consciousness. That is your own higher consciousness. And essentially what that means is that is the frequency of your soul, the way that you process the human experience from a soul level. And there's many different levels that you can do this from. We'll talk about that in a dimensions episode that will come likely very soon. It's literally my favorite topic. Um, so that, that's what consciousness is. And consciousness is not limited to the human body. In fact, consciousness is the, the infinite creator, really. Um, a lot of people talk about God. And the best way that I've been educated and informed on the God topic um, is that God is consciousness, And consciousness is the frequency of unconditional love. It is a unified quantum field. And in a sense, whenever we hear that God, (laughs) 333, when we hear that God gave himself up or gave his only son um, to awaken humanity, to have a human experience, there are some, some very important technicalities here. But for the, the purposes of this, this session, this session, (laughs) for the purposes of this episode, um, 
I, I really want to keep it as simple as possible so it's easily digestible. Um, but essentially, God or source as an infinite creator, as an infinite consciousness, is able to create and experience itself from infinite points of view in consciousness. And there's this sort of concept that um, in metaphysics and, and in spirituality, really, there is not one creator. It is just creation. It is just consciousness. I'm seeing 33 again, which is literally the master number of unconditional love. So take that as you will. Um, so consciousness is within all of us. And this is why we are all children of God, children of source, it is because we all hold this connection to higher consciousness. This consciousness, this connection to the higher dimensions, to our soul, to our off-earth memories, so off-planet lifetimes, um, to our awareness of higher being, is it is consciousness. However, in the human experience, and this is the only planet in the entire Milky Way galaxy, so literally the entire galactic community, it's the only planet in which when you incarnate here, you forget everything. It's what we call amnesia, soul amnesia. And this amnesia sometimes takes lifetimes to come out of, to wake up from. And that is what the awakening of consciousness is in relation to being in a human experience here on earth. It is also why earth is the hardest planet to qualify to incarnate on, let alone to actually incarnate on. And that is also a topic that we're going to discuss further in the near future. What earth school is, how you come here, why you come here, how you qualify and things like that. And it's honestly, I hope that for those of you who are really struggling here on earth, you know, little star seeds, just like myself, I hope that this episode and these future episodes, which I'm going to inform you on why you chose to come here, help bring you out of amnesia. I literally just saw 33 again. Holy shit. (laughs) So... Whenever the human was created, and we can go into that story another time, but um, for the long and the short of it, when the human being was created, the modern human as we know it, they were created in a way that they would be consciously intelligent enough to be independent individuals have an identity which differentiates us from animals so animals are second dimensional beings um we'll get into that in another conversation as well because again there's technicalities Um, and humans the modern human has been a third dimensional consciousness living residing and operating out of the solar plexus in the stomach this sense of identity this sense of self The problem, however, is that for roughly 4,000 years, so even right before the modern human, there was this exacerbation, so to speak, of the ego um, on earth, of the human ego on earth. And if you don't already know, whenever the ego is heightened, whenever it is wounded, whenever it is in distortion, the ego is very self-serving, can be very... 
um, overpowering, abusive power, very manipulative, very toxic. And what happened is as the modern human continued to develop, this suppression of higher consciousness kept getting shoved down and shoved down and shoved down. This happened through many different ways. Um, you know, part of it was, you know, whenever they had the witch trials not too long ago, like a couple centuries ago. Um, whenever you couldn't speak out against the church, when you couldn't speak out against the government and you would literally be hanged um, or worse, you'd have your head chopped off by the queen or the king. These were all methods in which um, those in the abuse of power overpowered the people and their consciousness with fear. And I'm not going to go into too much about why and how that happened just yet. That will be a, a conversation for much later. But what this did is it suppressed the human mind and the human desire to expand their consciousness because the human body and human genetics as as a whole as an entire species adapted in a way to this fear that made it feel as though it could not question its reality the sun is peeking out as i say that how lovely of a synchronicity um the sun, by the way, is like a huge source of consciousness. We'll talk about that another time as well. Um, but the the human DNA was um, adapting in a way where it felt for survival um, to kind of switch off that gene um, that that desired this higher connection, desired to question its reality because for so long, humans were told you cannot question your reality. You know, arguably that is still happening in society as we know it in 2022, right? Um, if, especially if you look at the things that have been going on in Canada recently. Um, you know, that, that this is a very common um, and unfortunate phenomenon that's taking place. And, you know, when we look at the hippies in the 60s who were questioning reality and, you know, all of these things and saying, it's all love, man, they were laughed at, they were ridiculed. But when you understand this from a metaphysical standpoint and then you involve spirituality in, in that equation, you really do learn, recognize, and comprehend to the fullest extent that it really is all love. I'm seeing 111 which is the number of unity. It's just it's fucking hilarious to me. Um, so all of this to say that the desire and the ability, especially the latter, the ability to tap into higher consciousness became very suppressed in the human. And consciousness and your ability to connect to consciousness, your higher consciousness, to remember and re-become your soul while in the human experience is known as kundalini. That is the sacred energy field that you begin to tap into when you embark on this journey of awakening that consciousness within yourself again. And that is why it might make sense to you more so now. That is why I work as a kundalini practitioner and kundalini ascension coach. This is what I help my clients with is tapping into that sacred energy 
and reigniting their conscious awareness of their self and of their own soul, which is truly their most core authentic self. And so as this suppression has taken place for, we're going to say just to to keep it simple, 3,000 years. Um, that's more or less the modern human um, for the most part. My higher self always like to say it's more like 4,000, but it gets really complicated because 4,000 years ago, we also had ancient civilizations. So just for the simplicity of this episode, let's just say three millennia, maybe two, this consciousness and the ability to tap into higher consciousness had been suppressed. And there are still ways in which, um, you know, society and governing forces of, of the, the earth world um, want to continue suppressing it and stop the awakening. Like I said, that's a conversation for another time. And frankly, it doesn't really matter. It's irrelevant because the Great Awakening is going to take place regardless. Um, it is quite literally a destined path in humanity's evolution as an interdimensional being. And what that means, interdimensional, is that you live across dimensions. And it's making more sense to me that we need to have this dimensions conversation very soon because you're going to be slightly confused potentially. So um, we're likely going to make that the next episode just so that you can um, more greatly understand um, the concepts that I'm, I'm trying to inform you on. But what this Great Awakening is, it is a destined path, a destined timeline, so to speak, a collective timeline in which humanity is going through its ascension as an entire planetary body, as an entire cosmic body. So whereas in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, and early 2000s, people were having individual awakenings, which was so fabulous. They were part of our first wave. Um, and arguably the first two waves of starseeds who needed to come in and kind of lay the vibrational and energetic groundwork for the planet to be able to complete an entire planetary ascension. Um, but as of 2012, you may remember a couple of things that were going on and a couple of rumors about the world ending in 2012. Fun fact, it did end. Um, and I'm going to explain what that means. Um, as of 2012, earth has been going through a massive collective ascension, which means that the earth as we know it is a third dimensional entity. It is, things are physical, like I can knock on my desk. It is physical. It is not holographic or simply just an energy template. It has a physical body. All of the energy and all of the frequency on earth takes a physical form, um, even arguably the air is some sort of physical element. And what is happening is earth has been around for billions and billions and billions of years and has been such an interesting planet to observe from the higher dimensions. And I can say this to you because um, for those of you who may not know, I do have very conscious memories in, in my human brain of my lifetimes both on and off the earth. So I remember life before I came here. I remember choosing different parts of my contract and sitting up there and being like, oh, that's going to suck. 
<laughs> like I, I very vividly, very, very vividly remember these things. And I very vividly remember other lifetimes in different planetary systems. And I have a lot of memories regarding past lives here on the planet. Um, and so that information also grants me um, a higher access to what I am trying to explain to you today. And so from the higher dimensions, Earth is kind of like an anomaly, so to speak, um, because it's the only planet that has remained third dimensional. I'm going to argue that I think as far as I'm concerned, it has been the only third dimensional planet in the entire galaxy for as long as I as long as my soul can remember um, I will if anything changes and I find more information on that I will come and update you but um, as where other planets are fifth dimensional and higher um, which means they are more peaceful they are more holographic and manifestation works very very differently up there and the law of karma does not exist because karma is inherently a um, earth um, an earth law. It's a cosmic earth law. It's not to say that karma doesn't, um, in some way play a role in other planets, but karma as we know it and understand it as humans, which we should have a conversation about as well. Me getting all of these episode ideas. Um, but karma is, is predominantly an, an earth, an earth law. And it's because things are quite dense down here and um, there's a lot more at play that, um, that, that kind of blocks humans from ascending to higher consciousness. Now, this all being said, um, as the earth has been witnessed by higher dimensional beings, by other souls, let's call them that, by higher souls, souls who are not currently incarnated, um, and, and consciousness that lives in higher dimensions, um, predominantly the um, seventh dimension, eighth dimension, and ninth dimension. This is where a lot of observation um, of the earth has taken place. A lot of programming even of the earth has taken place um, in, in quite a positive way, actually. And this has been happening because... Um, as Earth, as Gaia, her name is Gaia, this planet is Gaia in the Milky Way, as Gaia has, you know, earned this sort of reputation of being very interesting and unique, she's caught a lot of attention from other planetary systems, from higher beings, from higher consciousness, and in that essence, um, you know, that's how the modern human was created. That's why star seeds have chosen to come and experience this planet because it's just so cool um, in, in a way compared to all of life outside of this planet. And for those of you who might be listening, because I'm kind of catching the energy here that are listening, they're like, I thought Earth was the only place we ever incarnated. I am happy to inform you that it is not. And um, although you may come back here many lifetimes, um, you will have many more lifetimes off of this planet. And so super, super exciting stuff. But basically to say, um, as we've been... Um, so interesting to higher beings we um, have been assisted in expanding our consciousness with the goal to bring Gaia into the higher dimensions to make Gaia or really to transform Gaia into a fifth dimensional planet which is just honestly 
from my perspective, the fucking coolest thing. Um, it's going to take a very long time and I don't want you guys to think, oh, we're going to be experiencing a fifth dimensional collective earth in this lifetime because the collective is, it's going to take, um, I think they typically these cycles take about 7,000 years and I think they're trying to get earth to do it in about 3,000 years or less. I think it's, they're trying to do it. They're, they're really speeding things up in one millennia, but they're kind of trying to do this in half time because what is going on on the planet calls for um, an expedited, uh, a very crucial and expedited process, which is why so many star seeds have incarnated on the earth. We are more star seeds on planet earth than we are human souls on the earth. That's a, that's a, a technicality we need to get into as well in the future, but I hope you're still with me at this point. So what is happening is Earth since 2012. In 2012, Earth as we know it did end. We left the third dimension of space. And it ended quite literally on December 21st, 2012. There was a huge portal activation with the winter solstice that year. It was very numerically and cosmically aligned. It was predicted by every single ancient civilization that has come before the modern human to remind us uh, because they knew we were going to be here to remind us that this was the plan this was going to happen all along Um, it was it's in its destined timeline and path as i said before and what happened in december of 2012 is we moved into the fourth dimension and this is why ever since 2012 people are having like these mandela effect things um, and it, it started with Nelson Mandela in case um, you're curious where the the term comes from. There were so many people um, in the 2000s, the early 2000s that believed that Nelson Mandela had died in prison in the 1990s. And he didn't. I think he died in like 2013. And so whenever he died, people were like, but he was already dead. And it created what we now know as Mandela effects. And we see a lot of them, right? With like fruit of the loom, um, they, they claim that they've never had a cornucopia in, in their logo, but there's quite literally like proof of it. And it's not just like logo change. It's also Bernstein bears. It's also um, phrases like um, in, in Snow White, mirror, mirror on the wall, who's, who's the fairest of them all? Apparently there is, if you watch it now, she doesn't say that. Um, and if you go and watch Snow White, please let me know. Please record it for me because that trips me up so fucking hard. Um, it's like literally the infamous line. So anyway, there there are things like this. Just look up Mandela effects um, if, if you're curious. Um, I'm happy to talk about it. Just send me a DM. I can make an episode dedicated to all the Mandela effects and even create like an, an audio visual for you guys on YouTube um, to see what I'm talking about. But um this is this started happening because we entered the fourth dimension in 2012 and we are still very much collectively in the fourth dimension and we're going to be in the fourth dimension until every single human who has chosen to incarnate on the planet goes through their awakening and healing process now for those of you who have been doing that have already done that maybe in another lifetime and are doing it again in this lifetime who find yourselves as pioneers, guides, and leaders in the spiritual awakening, those of you who are helping other people attain their awakening, such as myself. Um, There are millions of us on this planet. 
um, doing this and in this role, it is because we have already awakened, we have already gone through the fourth dimension and have entered at the very least the fifth dimension of consciousness. Again, this will make sense when we talk about dimensions in the next episode. But um, entering the fifth dimension as an individual is very different than entering it collectively. And that is why we are seeing very high levels of duality in the world right now. It's why we have seen so many high levels of duality, of opposition, of polarity on earth. It's because earth has not been vibrating in the frequency of unity as a collective for like a really, really, really long time, more than millennia, like multiple, 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 multiple millennia. And so With this, what is happening is as each individual human being reconnects with their soul, reconnects with their higher consciousness, they awaken, they reactivate their kundalini energy, they tap into their sacred energy, kundalini, and they begin to remember their soul and they will begin to have these experiences of deep healing and ego death. Um, you know, things in their physical life falling apart because they are not in alignment with what their soul has um, has planned for them to achieve this higher frequency of consciousness. And really, when I say your soul has planned, I'm saying you have planned. You have planned all of this. Um, every single thing, every single thing in your life that you are going to experience. We're going to talk about that as well in soul contracts um, in the future. Now, the more that people have um, entered the fifth dimension individually, and we've been seeing this hugely since 2020, since the pandemic. The pandemic um, was a, a divine part of this plan to force people to go inward, to take a time out, to do the healing, to leave the jobs willingly or unwillingly that they absolutely hated and were draining them and to do something different with their life to do something that they were passionate about fulfill the dreams that they have always had about them about themselves about their lives and this has been taking place to help assist the collective as an entire race as an entire planet move into the fifth dimension to awaken its consciousness And what this means is that you're going to go from feeling like it is you, an individual, um, who is experiencing life, to you are consciousness experiencing itself in the form of a human, which is potentially very trippy for a lot of you. And I empathize because it's a big concept, especially for those of you who are awakening on earth for the first time. It's a lot. It's a lot to handle. It feels very intense. It's going to feel intense whether you've awakened on earth before or not, Um, but it's especially intense for those of you who are waking up on this planet for the first time. It is like coming out of the deepest fucking slumber. It's like sleeping beauty for God's sakes, but the best, it's the best thing to wake up from. Um, When you start awakening, you are faced with needing to accept and acknowledge that you have been living a life that you did not want to live but that was imposed or superimposed onto you by people's expectations of you society's expectations of you and you have adopted all of these beliefs all of these goals all of these um ideas that are potentially not really your own for example let me share uh, a comparison to my personal life the sun is peeking out again. How lovely. 
it's a little overcast today so this is just so so nice especially while we're recording um in my personal life i was um like many of you like probably all of you or at least the majority i was taught you grow up by about eight or nine years old you're told that becoming a princess or a prince or an astronaut is not really ideal or not really realistic and so you should really like start thinking of no but what do you really want to do and slowly your creative energy your big dreams and desires they slowly start getting suppressed because this is what society does and you now have to mold yourself into what society is expecting of you so you can't be a princess um what are you gonna be i'm gonna be i'm gonna be um i don't know um i don't want to really compare any profession because i don't want anyone to think i'm knocking human professions because i'm really not it's actually quite the opposite um but you know you 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 mold yourself into something that seems quote unquote more realistic you go to school for at least 18 years of your life um, and then you make a decision to continue your education by going to college or university um, and you're told that if you do this you're going to come out get a really great job and you're going to secure that job you're going to work nine to five or you're going to work seven to seven or six to six you're going to work shift work you're going to you're going to work anywhere from um, you know four to six days of your week and you're going to make a really good income likely for the majority of people never really surpassing a hundred grand or six figures in the year um, just statistically speaking but you'll be happy with this you will then find your partner you will get married um, you will then have children and then you will raise your children to go through the exact same cycle of quote-unquote success that you have gone through that's what i was taught it's 90 99 of you listening to this were taught that and what this is, it's quite literally how, what's an analogy I can use for this? Um, I'm not a checklist. My life, my experience, my, um, my incarnation of consciousness experiencing itself on this third dimensional planet, or I should rather say fourth dimensional planet now, is not a checklist. For you, for anyone outside of me, it's not a checklist. I am not here to say, yep, I did that good job. I, I'm a good human. I am a good citizen. I'm a good member functioning of society. A good, a good member functioning. I'm a good functioning member of society because I did this, because I was told to do this and I did this and I'm doing it. That makes me good. Okay, maybe it makes you good to what society says of you. But what happens when society changes their mind? If you rely your happiness your worth, your fulfillment, your joy, and your peace on what society is telling you. And then society goes and says, oh, we changed our mind. You do that, we don't like that. You gotta do this now. Let's look at body trends. So a little bit of a trigger warning for those of you who may be struggling with body image issues. Um, I'm not gonna go too heavy into it, don't worry, but I do just wanna give a fair warning. You know, um, back in in the early 2000s when I was growing up as a kid, the ideal body type was stick thin like paper, like literally like that more rectangular shape um, frame of the body, very thin, like arguably sickly thin. I don't want to, I don't want anyone who is naturally very thin to think that I am judging you and think that you look ill. I'm not saying that, but the standard that everyone should look like that is ill. 
it is sick. And then I think it was what, 2010, that a very infamous family of five daughters came along. I'm not even going to say their name because they really don't need any of my attention, but you can gather intuitively. Just use your intuition on who I'm speaking of. And they introduced the hourglass shape, the BBL, mind you, I should say, because that's really what it is. The tiny, tiny waist, the perfectly lifted silicone boobs, and the curvy, 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 curvy hips, and a big, big, big booty. How was it that within 10 years, people were supposed to, let's just, you know, play off of society's handbook here, go from sickly thin to having enough fat on their body to contour it into particular areas of their body? Like, think about that, right? Doesn't, it doesn't really make any sense. And if you're sitting here and you're like, no, it doesn't make sense. It's fucking stupid. Well, then, okay. What's the difference with the other outlines? That society is giving you now again i am not saying if you follow these checklists if you follow this outline that you are stupid that you are less than i'm really really not saying that because i do understand your soul's process and depending what incarnation you are on for this planet you're going to do that because it's it's part of the evolutionary process and the awakening process when you contract multiple lifetimes on earth because on average you're going to have nine lifetimes on earth Because it takes that long to come down here and wake up and learn enough lessons and learn the frequency of the planet to be able to then wake up up out of the frequency of the planet. So um, please know I am not judging you. Trust me from the perspective I have and um, my specialty in, in soul contracts, not even just in this lifetime and in this world. My specialty is soul contracts. I really do understand it um, fully. Um, and so whatever your process is, it's okay. I'm just having this conversation with you all to kind of give a different perspective, right? Um, like I've said before, not what I'm telling you is just meant for you to take as you take it, take it as it resonates. But, you know, if we're going to say that the, you know, the, the societal standards of the body are, are, are stupid and are BS, then why aren't we saying the same when it comes to the education system? Why aren't we saying the same when it comes to career potential, to living a dream life? Why are we saying, why are we complying with, with, that, with that life, with that standard, with that set of rules? I grew up and I felt very boxed in. I also had a lot of questions growing up. I had a lot of questions. Um, we can kind of get into those maybe in another episode because I don't want to detour too much onto what we're talking about today. But I had a lot of questions, a lot of big macro cosmic spiritual questions growing up that really no one could answer um, for me. And this is where my connection to my soul and having to remember it on my own um, played a very crucial part in 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 who I am meant to be in this lifetime, who I've you know become up until this point, who I will continue to grow into. Um, and like I said in my introductory episode, get to know me. Um, you know, a lot of the things that I had to remember on my own, I ended up reading in books um, back in 2020 and 2021. And I knew these things because my consciousness, my own soul reminded me of them, not because I read them anywhere or saw them anywhere, but then had them validated by very credible um, 
members in in the field of metaphysics of of quantum physics of of science and of spirituality um i think i talked about before um deepak chopra um joe dispenza greg braden all of these individuals have shared information eckhart tolle they've all shared information that i've i've been knowing for over a decade in my life which is just fucking weird to me um but that like i said before that's how higher consciousness that's that's all of us tapping into that unified field of source and that is the highest truth and i'm kind of going off on a little bit of a tangent here um so let me circle my way back but basically to say all this that consciousness in the human has been suppressed by all of these conditions that have been imposed on it all of these checklists all of these standards all of these rules and I did not want to live by these rules and it took me quite a little bit in my opinion I know it only took me about 20 21 years but still that was a decent amount of time for me to realize I wasn't going to live by them I absolutely was not going to I was not going to conform And what has been happening since 2020 is that other people are like, fuck this. I'm not conforming either. This is fucking miserable because guess what? Now you get an undergrad degree. Well, you need your master's. You get your master's. You're still being paid $15 an hour. So how are you supposed to make it to fulfill your dreams to truly live life? I mean, live it, not not like kind of live it on the weekend. I mean like live it every single day. How are we supposed to do that in these parameters? You can't because the parameters are not built for that to happen. And people are awakening to this and they're awakening to a lot of things that um, involve this. Why earth has been like this for so long? Why people like this are in charge, quote unquote, in charge of the humans, um, of the of society, of the people, of what I like to call, quote unquote, commoners, <laughs> um, because that's how sometimes we are viewed from this opposing perspective. Not the higher perspective, mind you, I should clarify, but by the people who govern what society expects of us um we are just seen as commoners and they are the elite who don't have to abide by those rules either because the rules don't apply to them i think there's a quote that a lot of people have been sharing it's rules for thee but not for me (laughs) and that's really how uh the elite kind of see it but let's not get into that because that's not really a frequency i want to dive into right now but basically to say that there has been this great awakening happening on the planet. And ever since 2012, we've been, as a collective, going through the fourth dimension. And the fourth dimension is um, equivalent to the heart chakra. So it's the opening of the heart center. And this is the bridge to the higher dimensions. Um, So you have three lower chakras, the root, the sacral, the solar. And you have three higher chakras, the throat, the third eye, the crown, in the human body. These are the the predominant chakra centers. There are hundreds of chakras in your body that have different um, functions. They're just different energy centers with different kind of like DNA and cells. They have different functions. Um, But the predominant energetic center, the energetic compass of the body has seven chakras with the heart being in the center, the bridge between the lower and the higher. And as a collective, we've been traveling physically The planet has been traveling through space time, through the fourth dimension, going through a lot of collective healing. And this is where a lot of truths about the world have been revealed, a lot of very um, disturbing, heartbreaking truths, um, which we won't get into on this podcast ever at all, because it's not what we're here for. Um, But 
Um, we've been also been healing ourselves. We've been healing our ancestral lines. So every, um, for those of you listening who are like, man, I really resonate with what you're saying. Like I, this girl gets it. Like I, she gets what I'm going through. Um, then you are what's known as a cycle breaker because you are not going to continue the cycle of working the nine to five of checking off society's boxes and all of that stuff. You're known as the cycle breaker and as the cycle breaker, you are, um, the ego will say, unfortunately, the soul will say fortunately. So fortunately, but unfortunately as the cycle breaker, you are tasked with also healing your ancestral line, your ancestral lineage. Some of you will be doing it for one side of your family. Some of you will be doing it for both. Um, whether you're doing it for one line or the other, it doesn't really matter. It's, it's, it's intense either way. And basically what this means is that you're going to heal um, all of the quote-unquote errors, blockages, and wounds um, that your ancestors, including your parents, your grandparents, your great-great-grandparents, your great-great-great-great-great-grandparents, going back typically about 12 generations, if not more, um, where these wounds kind of began, and you're going to heal all of those wounds. And that's why sometimes you're like, I don't even know why I'm experiencing this. Like, I've never been through this this doesn't apply to me it's because it's actually not yours it is your ancestries and you're clearing it for them because in doing so you are actually changing your dna because as a star seed which we're gonna we need to get into all these technical episodes because my god there's just so much information um as a star seed you don't just have a double helix dna when you reignite your kundalini when you tap into that sacred energy you reignite your triple helix dna which is known as crystalline the crystalline structure dna which allows you to be completely in contact with your soul completely an embodiment of your soul um, and tap into things like mediumship intuition very high vibrational um, capacities for intuition premonition psychic gifts healing abilities, things like that. Um, all of this to say that this is what collectively we are going through. This is why everyone is healing. It's why therapy has become very, um, not mainstream in a bad way, but very mainstream. It's also why holistic healing has become very popularized in the last two years because we're realizing that some other Western ways of quote unquote healing ourselves are really just band-aids to what the true energetic problem is. Um, and I want to talk about that more as well in future episodes. But this is what the Great Awakening is and where it's going to lead us is in our lifetime. So for the next foreseeable hundred years, um, more and more and more people are going to heal themselves, heal their ancestral lines and begin living life the way that they want to they're gonna live their dream life um kind of like myself and and you know a lot of the people that I know a lot of my clients also um living their dream lives after tapping into their soul it's so beautiful to see it's <laughs> I'm just like getting memories now of clients texting me different things but um it's really beautiful to see that kind of um chain of events take place once you really tap into the sacred energy known as kundalini and taking part in this great awakening. And so as we continue to see the great awakening taking place here on the earth collective, within the earth collective, we are going to see more people breaking out of the nine to five, breaking out of the need to go to school, you know, after a decent amount of education, which is 18 years worth, which is insane to me. Um, 
we're, we're going to see people doing their own things, living by their own rules. We're going to see people growing their own food, living um, outside of big cities. We're going to see people finding more sustainable ways of living, um, sustainable ways of eating, um, because the, the structures that are currently in place are not, um, they're not sustainable long term and it's what's killing the planet. Um, and the part of this great awakening is because the humans need it. The, the human as a species needs to awaken and get out of its amnesia collectively. But it's also because the planet really needs help. I can like feel a lot of, um, a lot of sadness tapping into our, our planet's energy field. The planet needs our help because the planet is not going to survive, um, in the way that we know it if these structures that are killing it are not dismantled and so that is a huge part of the great awakening and it's going to take some time um, but we are deep in it we are deep in the fourth dimension it's why time is speeding up it's why um mandala effects happen it's why quantum leaping is possible we'll talk about all of these things in the future um, but that is what's taking place. That's why you feel different. It's why you feel like you don't fit in. It's why you're frustrated. It's why so many people are depressed and anxious as well. Depression is literally the soul saying, I'm not happy and you're not listening to me. Like this isn't working for me. Stop suppressing yourself. And anxiety is the ego saying, I'm scared that if I stop suppressing myself, that I'm not going to be okay, that I'm going to be rejected. And Tell me why the wind just picked up. Like Gaia is speaking. That is whole. It's like, oh my God, it's like a whiteout. Whoa, dude. I wish I could like show you guys this right now. This is insane. I don't know if you can hear it on the microphone. My building is literally like creaking. Um, but this is quite literally... Um, what those symptoms are that's what they that that's the indicator of what's going on and so um that is what's taking place in this great awakening we're moving away from that and into more bliss more fulfillment more love deep 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 unconditional love and we are moving through this as a collective and experiencing what it's like to detach from society's expectations, from another's expectations, and living completely for and with ourselves in, in relation and in connection with our higher self, with our soul, and really becoming the person that we were always meant to be throughout even other lifetimes that we didn't get a chance to achieve or attain. And that is why we are doing it now. The whole planet is doing it now. There are billions of star seeds on this planet assisting with this. And if you're listening to this, I can, I don't know if I'm feeling um, some of your guys' emotions because I feel it so deeply, but um, you know, you're not alone in this. Um, and as scary as it seems to step out of the box, maybe you're the first one in your family like I was that is doing this. Uh, maybe you're the first one in your friend group uh, like I was doing this. Like it is terrifying to be the first. It's terrifying to not have a role model. It's terrifying to not have someone showing you the way. And that is a big reason as to why I do the work that I do because, and this podcast, because I know exactly what it is like to not have a role model, to not have anyone guiding me through the experience because I didn't have that. 
Um, I had my soul. That was it. I had my higher self guide me through the whole experience. And when I went through it, I literally, I remember where I was sitting in the apartment that I was in. I remember the couch I was on. I remember everything. I was a little high out of my mind, but I <laughs> irrelevant. We'll talk about that in the sobriety episode. But, um, and I remember sitting there being absolutely distraught that no one understood what I was going through. And I remember vowing to myself. I just saw 33. That is so cool. I remember vowing to myself saying that if I got out of it and if I got to the other side and where I needed to be, which I now know as like the higher dimensions, um, that I I wasn't going to let anyone else go through this alone. I was going to be the guide for them that I needed for myself at that time um, because I, I, I understood how brutal it was um, and I didn't have anyone helping me through it. And that is interestingly enough what ended up happening and I've I've taken on this role and it's literally my dream life and my dream career and that's why I do what I do because I know how terrified some of you might be feeling in in the depths of your ego being like I don't know if I can do this I don't know I'm here to tell you that you can and the reason you're being urged this way is because it's part of your soul's plan for you you designed it for yourself let me remind you and um, we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk a lot of a lot more about that um, in future episodes. But um, it's also why if you want to join me over on Instagram at Mads Mess, I talk about these things all the time. Um, I keep posting content there to help you navigate this awakening to get through your experience when you feel so alone in it. Um, I don't want you to feel alone because you're not alone. And there are so many more of you who are going through this than there are of those of you not going through this. So um, just remember that. And um, there's a, an oracle card that comes to mind and it says, forge, don't follow. And I feel like that's like a really great place to leave you guys with is during this great awakening, forge your path, don't follow the path of another you know exactly what you need and you want and you just have to feel confident to get it and to make it happen and i'm going to teach you exactly how to do that both in this podcast and um, more deeply if you guys ever choose to want to work with me one-to-one in the future i hope that makes sense with the great awakening and kind of like the basic understanding of it and I'm going to be talking a lot more about dimensions, how to go through your awakening, what to expect in your awakening, um, the heart chakra, frequencies, all of those kinds of things. Um, we're, we're going to talk about it all, the quantum realm, quantum leaping, manifestation, um, deep, deep, deep spiritual healing. We're going to talk about it all. So um, if you like this episode, if it's resonating for you, make sure you stay tuned because this is just the beginning, my friends. We're raising our vibration. We are expanding our consciousness. We are bringing in new frequencies into our being. And we are becoming the version of ourselves that we were always meant to be. So I will see you in the next one. I will see you next Monday. Until then, love, light, and alien bullshit. Because we're all just aliens in a human fucking body. Human meat sack. Anyways, I'll see you then. 